Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. There's no air balls here, just giving you the fast break on all things basketball. This is Hoop Heads with Casey Frank, Justin Nelson and Ricardo Ball on SCNZ. Welcome into Hoop Heads on your Tuesday night, a, a night earlier than normal because we've got a whole heap of basketball coming your way this week. Uh, joining us in studio, Justin Nelson. Hey, evening. What a great way to start. Did you hear that song? Oh, man. That's a great intro. <laughs> you cannot beat a bit of white snake for a, for a start. That is great. Uh, Casey Frank, how are you, brother? I'm very well. I didn't bring my singles you for didn't? the white snake into, <laughs> so I'm not sure. Oh, sorry. Let's go. Uh, that's that's something else. That's something else. <laughs> that's right. That's in the past. Uh, and, and also making his, his, I believe it's his debut on, on, on Hoop Heads as a man that you'll hear on the coverage tomorrow yes. night because he will be courtside. Uh, Logan Swinkles, how you doing, mate? May we're all courtside. I just have a little bit more freedom. I'm not tied to a table like these two guys <laughs> are. Uh, yeah, don't don't try and make that a positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm making the switch uh, from mornings. It's nice being in here at night. Yeah, it's good. Mate. Okay. It's good. <laughs> he's, he's pitching for a job. He's pitching for a job. Uh, gentlemen, of course, uh, I mean, we've got around 15 to recap, but mm. I, I guess my moment, most of the focus is going to be on the next couple of nights basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it all starts tomorrow night. We've got a double header. Final six, of course, out at uh, Event Finder tickets, eventfinder.co.nz. Uh, and, and the Wednesday night, I, I think it's nothing against what's coming, but two games, you only pay one price. You get in, you see two, you get to see four teams. And it's knife-edge uh, edge stuff, isn't it, Case? Because there's going to be two losers who pack their bags tomorrow night and they head back home. Um, but four nights of action, just can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to get everybody's picks as well as to who those two losers are going to be. We'll do that a little bit later in the show. Well, you're, contract- you're contractually obliged. <laughs> That's right, yeah, contractually obliged. Uh, to, to pick, of course, uh, the Nuggies, who, who did get up in their last game in yeah. round 15 in overtime against the Bulls. That was a game that went back and forward, wasn't it, Justin? Yeah, it was. And, I mean, we, we everyone, everyone has talked about the competitiveness of this season, how close it's been. Who would have thought that... Uh, the first ever overtime game of the season would come in round 15, which, of course, was the Hawks and the Rams. And then the following day, we got a second one. And both of those games had an impact 
on how the final six uh, ended up. So it was it look it was an incredible final. Uh, regular season round, Casey, to what's been an incredible season. Yeah, real tip of the cap to the Bulls who are out of it. I mean, could, could have taken their toys and said this season's over, but instead came out with a lot of pride uh, despite being shorthanded against a quality team in the Nuggets. Pressed them to the end, but the Nuggets did their job. Gave themselves a slightly more favorable path if things go their way, if they get the wins. Yeah. It's probably a little bit easier for them, but you know, not everybody is a hundred percent on that squad. But great way to finish the season in front of the whole crowd. Uh, the Edgar Center was rocking. Yeah, they were was. excited. It's a, it's been a while since there's been a, a successful Nugget season, not counting the showdown when none of the home fans actually got to see too much of it. Yeah, last six games of the regular season, more than fourteen thousand fans in stadiums. It was That's quite great. incredible. Yeah, yeah, that is huge. That is massive. Uh, well, let's talk uh, the other overtime game then, because the Hawks got up over the Rams. Um, and, you know, that's important too from, I mean, the, the, the Hawks, that was a game that was, well, you know, in English football parlance was a six-pointer, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, Casey and I were sitting out at uh, Event Final. We were waiting to come on air yeah. uh, to, to broadcast. I think it was the Kahu and the, uh, and the Queens. And we were glued to this game. Like, it was an incredible finish. And if you talk about the two stars of the overtime games on the weekend, Hiram Harris for the Hawks, just an incredible finish to the game from Hiram. And Trey Boyd from the Nuggets. I'm not sure if you've seen the vision of of Trey Boyd and what he did at the back end of that game. But, man, he, he can heat up. He, he, well, he did heat up, didn't he, Casey? <laughs> well, five straight. Five, five straight to, to yeah. get it to that point and uh, absolutely take over that game. But that, the really, really tough match between the Rams and the Hawks. Both teams there, of course, the winner was going to make the finals. Uh, the Rams had been playing some better basketball late. It was a really physical battle between two teams. I uh, went back and saw a bit more after because I had to do a lot of interviews in the pregame. Yeah, so I'd come yeah. back and say, what's happened now? Yeah. What's happened now? <laughs> uh, but but it, it was a, a, a heck of a fight. The, the Hawks... You know, they still haven't played their best basketball this season. I agree with that. But but that was the first time. That game was the first game this year they had their entire squad. Yep, right. The last game of the season was the first time everybody played So they're together. peaking at the right time is what you're saying. Let's uh, hope so. hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we should give some love to the Ayers as well. Uh, they finished on top for the first time since 1992. They had a sellout on a Thursday night in New Plymouth. I can't remember the last time they've had a sellout there of any night, let alone a Thursday night. Uh, and Aaron Bailey Knoll announced his retirement earlier in the day. Uh, he'll be hoping that he plays another couple of games this mm. week. But uh, the vision from that venue on Thursday night, man, you talk about a place rocking like it was going bananas. They've been thirsty. They've been, they've been thirsty for a winner for a long time. And, and when they're ha- when they've been halfway decent in the past, the crowds have turned out, and it's a great place to play. Everybody gets behind it. The town gets behind it. But this is a team with legitimate championship yep. aspirations and, and the talent to go with it. It was a massive win. They won by 31 points, but they didn't beat, you know, I mean, if they'd beaten the Jets by 31 points on the last game, you might not t- put much <laughs> yep. stock in it. But this was for the, you know, the minor top premiership, yeah. the top spot. Yeah, yep. it, it was. And uh, I think the thing we love about the Airs, and Casey, we talk about this all the time, there's just a moment in every game with the Airs where they just put the foot down. And the speed that they play at uh, to sit there courtside, I mean, we're even luckier because we get to, we're, like, we're literally meters from it. Mm. The speed at which they play, sometimes the cameras can't keep up with them. I mean, they are going <laughs> that quick. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, fantastic, mate. We also had a game uh, in this last round, which we're going to see a rematch of. Yeah. Um, which is the Tuatara against the Saints. Tuatara got beat up in that one, ninety-eight to eighty. 
Um, Casey, you've been a player who's been in those sort of situations. How do you turn that what, around? being you... beat up? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's it's not where I was going, but uh, yeah, yes. Uh, but you know, you've you've been you've been beaten by eighteen points one week. You got to play the same opposition the next week. How does that affect you as a player? Well, uh, for me, it never did. You know, each game itself. I, I, certainly, there's been games where you go against a talented team and you're like, all right, well, we don't have it. But that's not going to be the Tuatara's thought process. Yeah. With Chris Johnson, they're reacclimating him into things. And uh, a, a little tip of the cap to Kirk Penny coming out of retirement mm-hmm. for a, a one game only, which to me, a little bit strange. You're in the final stunt. You bring guy out just to play a game, and then you have to reassess around him. But uh, it was played, great to see Kirk out there. 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Got, yeah, got up, and they were depending on him to get shots up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so it's going to be strange to see exactly what comes out of it this week. But I, I don't think the Tuatar showed the, the best cards up their sleeve, uh, You know, especially with Kirk in there. We, they don't know what lineup they're going to mm-hmm. play against in the Saints squad. But the Saints are a tough matchup for them, uh, and they are going to have to find some answers. But you got a week to do it. In many ways, I think the, the Tuatara took the Saints' best shot because the Saints came in. Mm-hmm. They were still thinking, we've yep. got to get this win. we got to get this win. And they got it. So they were swinging hard. Maybe the Tuatara were just kind of jabbing, thinking maybe we, we, we might have to see these guys again. Yeah, just see what they've got. Uh, um, Logan, uh, do you think Steve Mintz has got an answer here? <laughs> Steve Mintz. <laughs> I think we're talking the wrong, the wrong round ball here, mate. Um, <laughs> hey, it's Tuatara, it's Tuatara, it's Tuatara. Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, we, yeah, we had Aaron Young on uh, Smithy's show today, and we sort of talked about that and how you know the league is going more towards shoot, you know, going for the three ball, trying to get those three points. Yep. Uh, one thing that I thought was really interesting, Aaron said, he thinks the Tuatara could shoot the ball better when, you know, if they, because they need to utilize their size. They're a big team. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think uh, it, once Chris Johnson and Rob Lowe start going inside, that creates space on the outside. But I do think that's a team that has to play inside out. Uh, if they start outside, yeah, it's not going to happen for them because they're, they're going to be guarded tight unless they get a lot of activity on the glass. What I do think they could do is just really control the plane, contri- completely lock down the ability to penetrate and score at the rim. And if that happens, then the Saints are in a bit of trouble because their three-point shot has gone up and down this year. So if they control the paint, get out to fast breaks, get some easy buckets, I think that's their recipe for success. Yeah, what we do know is no Dante Russo Nance tomorrow night. Mm. Won't be playing. Basketball without borders out yeah. there trying to yeah. Uh, yeah. Get, get to a higher level yeah. of competition. But There's a few borders around him tomorrow night. So. <laughs> hey, final letter, uh, Ayers and Giants tied on top. Yeah. Ayers got it on head-to-head. But we talked about the mini ladder situation, the head-to-head. The, everyone was fed this, you know, ad nauseum last week around what may or may not happen. But we had four teams then tied on 10 wins for the season. I don't think we've ever seen that before, but Nuggets, Saints, Tuatara, Hawks had to go into a mini ladder uh, to sort them out. Rams, Bulls, Sharks, Jets missed out. Yeah, and that's, once again, uh, we've talked about that throughout the season, just how close this league has been. And uh, that's it's played out there. The top six teams separated by two wins. It is insane. Have a look at this. You can try and sell it, but Justin uh, Nelson's yeah, not yeah. buying it. Got a nice little grin on his face sitting next to me. Just love the fact that we all turn around waiting for the stinger. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm not buying this week. What are you not buying? Well, the 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 NBL sales NBL awards came out today, and uh, a lot of fanfare, as there should be. I mean, some absolute superstars this season, and there were a few people on social media, more than a few, that were sinking the boots in that the All Star Five didn't have any Kiwi players. It's the All Star Five. If, if, if the five best players are the five best players, I don't care where they come from, they're the five best players. That's what it is. 
people complaining about the five players in the All Star Five being imports <laughs> and not Kiwis. It's the anyway. Yeah, well, not yeah. taking that anymore. Well, we are in the time of participation trophies. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we so, should we should roll from that straight into the good, the bad, and the ooh. ugly, though, Casey. What oh, have you good. got? What do you, you got? How good? did you get the good? Oh, oh, what are you talking about? On. I'm pretty sure you write this, Justin. I what do, are you talking actually. About yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, the good was uh, all, all the accumulation of the league. You know, the, speaking of the tightness coming down the stretch, the eight teams that were in it down to the final weekend, and, and just the quality we've had from top to bottom. I can't, I, I can't uh, count how many conversations mm. I've had with people this year about. Oh, the league's great this year. I've been huge. loving watching it. Uh, it's been so good. And it's just such a great stepping stone for basketball in this country. Uh, I think uh, we've captured a lot of the information or the attention of the, of the country yep. for the South NBL. And I, I hope it just goes on to build bigger and better things. But what a great season we've had. And before we get to the finals and the championships, uh, I think that should be celebrated. Please give us a grand final or any game during the final mm-hmm. six. Triple overtime? <laughs> He'd be loving it. That's He'd be all. loving it. <laughs> Triple overtime. Uh, I've got the bad, yes. and I've got to say, now, you you touched on it, Justin, with your I'm not buying that crap anymore mm. uh, about people complaining about uh, the All-Star team. Yes. Well, I do have a complaint. My bad is, I'm going to ask you a question. Where did the years finish last season? Uh, last? Yeah. Dead last? Where, where Two did, wins? Where, where did they finish this season? Uh, top of the ladder. Um, the team that finished second, how much did they beat them by in the last game? Uh, 31. I, I, I get a feeling I know where this is going. How many awards? Which Which mugs decided that Trent Adam wasn't coach of the season? <laughs> that is a bad look. Do you know that we've had a long conversation about awards off air before we came on tonight, and you kept this under your hat the whole time in that conversation? Yes, I did. I, I, because I wanted the raw reaction. There, you got it. Well, I got, I got a retort. Oh, here we I'd go. Like to hear it. Well, what, what's harder to do? Get a thoroughbred to race his, his average or to get uh, some Mustangs that aren't quite up to, to snuff to go up and above and beyond themselves? Ooh. To me, the coach that gets players to play above their skill level is the one that's done a better job. First coaching. time on this show, in 17 shows, we've had the word snuff used, by the way, too. <laughs> I got the ugly. And I'll tell you what was ugly last week. I uh, commentated two Toihi games, Mm. 104 fouls. That was ugly. That sounds like a netball game. I was going to say, that's whistle ball. It was was ugly. And to be fair, I don't know the players were entirely at fault. But anyway, on that note, let's go to a break. Don't go go get on my boat. They'll send you out to see Justin. They won't bring you back. If there's a man that's got friends in the the refereeing ranks, it's Casey Frank. Uh, Coming up, we'll delve deep into the 2022 Sales NBL Awards. Very controversial at times. And try and pick up some winners. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Is that, is that Mission Impossible? <laughs> oh, no. I've, I, you know what? That is not Mission Impossible. I've right. just worked it out. Yeah. Hawaii 5 Ah, oh, there you go. It's 5 Now, there's a reason why we're talking 5 There we go. Happy birthday, big fella. <laughs> hey, thanks, mate. Thank 5-0 you. 5-0 today. 5-0 Is today. it today? It is today, yeah. It Fantastic. is today. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thanks, mate. I to battle through. Didn't think I'd make it at times. Well, Casey, I, I appreciate your level of soberness on the 50th, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Well hey, thank done, you. Buddy. I've had one drink all day. Well, the fact that it was at 6.30 this morning is a bit of a concern, but anyway... I will, I will say uh, Ricardo had almost everyone fooled when he posted a photo of him with a shaved head. Ooh. Yeah. But, of course, he has his long, long locks. There's a trademark of Ricardo's. The giveaway for me, Ricardo, yeah. your beard. Uh, When's the party, by the way? Saturday. Right. Saturday. Where, where and when? Can uh, we talk about that? It's at Justin Nelson's house. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, it should be it should be a good one. Um, I'm looking looking forward to, to bringing up 50 in style, to be fair. I've taken three days off work afterwards because I'm not going to be <laughs> any use to anyone for some time. It's fair to say. I just love the fact that you've organised your birthday party on the same night as the Cells NBL Grand Final. Yeah, well, to be fair... We, well, no, there's no fair. We, we booked that um, back in February. Right. There's, well, there's the picture. Yeah. the cell. Oh, I like ooh, that. Solid. The Cells NBL schedule Scary. came out last November, by the way. Oh, I did it, anyway. so I should have double-checked. Sort of, you should have cross-referenced. Yeah, well, I did get pushed back a month for COVID. It did, actually. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's what's probably ruined us. Yep. Yeah. Hey, listen, we should uh, try and um, pick up um, where the judges fell over and, um, <laughs> and and get some decent awards and analysis and predictions going uh, for the 2020 awards. Uh, Justin, MVP, did they get it right in Xavier Cooks, who only really turned up for the last half of the season? Uh, uh, look, I'm not going to argue with it. 12, 12 games 12 is more games, than half. Yeah, two-thirds, two-thirds. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say yes, absolutely. Uh, look, there was a, a panel of 15 that, that do the votes, the 10 coaches and five independents. The MVP, by the way, is decided uh, based upon the top 10 vote-getters from the season, and the votes are given by the coaches after every game. Can you vote for players in your own team? Or do you yes, have to, you, you can. can. Yep, okay. yep. But, of course, across a voting panel of 15, it's going to even out. Mm. Do I think the right player won it? I, I think he's been the most valuable player this season, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, certainly no one's going to argue with it. Um, uh, well, aren't they? Uh, I don't c- think so. C- Casey well, loves an argument. Like, uh, I think, there, to me, there's no question that Xavier Cooks was the best player in the league. Yep. When you yep. talk about value, yep. you can get into the subtleties of things there. And I, I do think there, to me, there were two candidates head and shoulders above everybody else, and they were one and two. I was one of the independents. Yep. Uh, there were one and two on my board. And with Xavier Cooks and Javante Douglas. Yeah, they were one and two on my board as well. And, and in the end, I think the pressure Xavier Douglas came under, what the team was at, where he came in, how, yep. how he had to perform down the stretch, and what he gives to the team, to me, he was the MVP. You, you, know, what I'm, you know what really impressed me about Xavier Cooks? Mm. Tomorrow night against the Tuatara, he will be the starting point guard for the Saints. But, the starting point guard. Mm. But... Yeah. He will be guarding the starting center. Yeah, that's exactly right. His versatility is incredible. It really is unique. He can play the one to the five. Uh, he's a very special talent, and I will not be surprised at all. One iota if we're talking about Xavier Cooks in the NBA at some stage in the next 12 months. Yeah. All right, Logan, you got anything on that? No, honestly, not at all. Because, I mean, Xavier Cooks was, I mean, I'm wearing a Sydney Kings T-shirt. Uh, he was just lights out for them, and then he comes over here, does the exact same thing. Like yep. I said, they helped. He helped turn around the Wellington Saints' fortunes this season. I just don't. Yep. I've got no issue with that. And all. the reason you're sitting in the corner is because you're wearing a Sydney Kings <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly correct. Uh, now, Coach, we've already already established that that's wrong. Um, well, uh, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, talk me through it, Justin. I mean, why? For me, as I pointed out yeah. in the uh, in, in the bad, yeah. it seems pretty black and white that I think Trent Adams should have won it. There, there, there is a train of thought out there that whichever team finishes on top. That should be the coach of the year. In fact, I reckon I've had that same conversation with Mike Fitchett over the years as well. He's a big believer that the top team coach of the year. He's actually won the coach of the year. Giants finished second. If you look pound for pound, the talent of uh, Mike Fitchett's team, especially that local core, he's done an incredible job. The thing that I also really admire about Mike Fitchett is his ability to adapt and change within a game is elite. Better than any other coach for me in the competition. He can really adapt on the run. 
Um, the, the other thing with, and Trent's done a great job at the airs, but I think Mike, uh, Mike Perro, I think Perro Cameron deserves a little bit of credit mm. as well for what's gone on at the airs. Uh, for me, there's been a lot of a two-man show there. Trent's definitely the head guy, but I think Perro Cameron deserves a little bit of credit as well. Yeah, I tell you what, there's an, if you're listening uh, from the airs sales department, you need to be hitting Mike Perro up for sponsorship. <laughs> well, what's yes. more impressive? Is squeezing a lemon getting juice or squeezing a rock and getting juice? Because to me, the yeah. Nelson Giants, in terms of total overall talent compared with the rest of the league, had less. I agree. Just yeah. top to bottom, they had less. And yeah. the way that he had, Mike Fitch had had that team, not only running what he wanted to, but playing essentially mistake-free basketball. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that couldn't afford to make mistakes, and they didn't. Look after the ball better than anyone else. And, and yeah. take it away from others at the same thing. They played the only style they could play to be successful in position to do that. Taking nothing away from Trent Adams. I, I think Trent did a fantastic job and would be a worthy winner. But well, when you're measuring uh, be- between you know yep. the, the, the milligrams, the, these are the differences. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's go defensive player of the year and a guy that won that, Jared West from the Giants. I know Logan, you're a big fan of because uh, <laughs> yes, I w- am. when when we had um, Modi Moore on uh, when I was filling in for Smithy, we put it to him that you know this should be a signing for the Breakers this season. Uh, he, you you championed that big time. Yeah, I was trying to encourage because uh, he. They had one one import slot left, and I was looking at the roster. I was like, "Yeah, thinking you need someone like him in in your lineup." But you know, he's already given away that no, it's it is definitely not going to be Jared West. And uh, the person that put me on to Jared West sitting right next to me is Justin Nelson, saying he's he's one of the most exciting guys to watch in the league, and not just defensive player of the year, but the way he throws the ball around, the way he sets things up. Yeah. I mean, he is such. He's an all-around player. Yes, he's awesome on on defense, and he's a big part of that for for Nelson. But he's just got such a wicked overall game, and he yeah. can really run the floor. Can score number one for assists, number one for steals. Uh, he's he's a court leader. I think the thing that has impressed me, and, and he is hands down defensive player of the year for me. Uh, I I think he stands above the rest. The thing that really impressed me about Jared West this season, and I hope it comes to the fore over the next uh, four days, his IQ is elite for what we've seen this season in the competition. He actually, he is a coach on the court and he's only 23, 24. I mean, he, he's going to have a long career in basketball. Well, he got five years at university, uh, four years with uh, the Thundering Herd, uh, yep. and then he play, played another year after that. He's transferred for a fifth season. So he's got had the ability to, to learn a lot at that level. Uh, I think the way he was the head of the snake for the Giants and yep. If he wasn't getting those steals, if he wasn't putting that pressure on, Nelson would not have been successful. Xavier Cook's a real close second to me because of his positional versatility. Uh, his ability to guard five guys in the court—that's something Jared West can't Sunday do. Sunday Detch not too far away. He, either. he was he was a close yeah. third for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think. Uh, and, and when it came down between the three spots, it was the overall winning. You know, be what, what really separated Sunday. De- Sunday yep. didn't, didn't make the finals. That's why he finished third. Xavier Cook's here for less time, so at less overall impact. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball is Jared West, and that's why yeah. he was my You won't have anyone disagree with that. Yeah, no, okay, that one's cut and dry. What about Youth Player of the Year, a man who you mentioned earlier is un- unavailable for the Tour Tower tomorrow night? Yeah, Dante Russo-Nan, 17 years of age. doesn't turn 18 until next January. He, he's doing what he does in big man's basketball. It's his second full-blown season. This kid's a star, and uh, I just can't wait to see his career unfold. Um, youth Player of the Year... Some good players in the mix there, but uh, I think you know the the panel absolutely got this one right as well. Yeah, I think you look at Mojave King, you look at Anzac Rosetto. These are these are guys that were in my sort of top three that I thought. But yeah. the impact that Dante had on winning, 
I, I think is what was most impressive for me for a kid who's 17 years old. Yeah. You know, he, he he's averaging 40 a game at the high school level. Uh, you know, for for his high school team, who's also the same coach, Aaron Young coaching him there as well. Dropped 60 this week, but the fact that he's not just a scorer, that he's able to come up to a higher level and, and contribute in other areas is just so impressive. And this kid's got such a future and can score inside, outside, mid range. He can score from anywhere on the tremendously floor. skilled. Yep. for a 17. Yep, tremendous. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that you're only 17. He missed games because he had school the next day midweek. So because of, you know, the kind of player that he is, when he is not out there for the Tua Tata, do you notice him not being there? Uh, I, I did I did last week, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We had that game Saturday night and 100% noticed him not being there. He's, he's not a, a pure point guard, but he's their de facto point guard. I think he's more responsible for setting things up for them. And his combination of ball stability mm. is something they really miss. And they don't have a ton of ability to score at the rim of beating their man one-on-one. Yeah. And that's something that Dante's been able to do this Ma- year. Make no mistake, he's a big loss tomorrow night. He's a huge loss tomorrow night. That's how good this kid is. Yeah, all right. Well, most improved... Player of the Year, Casey. Love um, this. Yeah, I mean, Sam Dempster from the Giants gets this. Um, at 31. At th- yeah, at 31. I mean, you talked about, you know, participation awards. I kind of sometimes feel about a most improved as a little bit of a participation <laughs> award. I don't know what you think, but uh, your take on having this award and, and the recipient. Well, I, I think the most improved award as itself is a testament to players who go into the offseason, find deficiencies in their game and correct them. And to have a player in his 30s who's been – Pretty much the same guy for 12, 12 years, years that yeah. he's been in the league. He, he hasn't done a lot different. For him to really dedicate himself to fitness, to, to work on that three-point shot, uh, there was a massive improvement. And it's not an improvement you see at that age. Uh, to me, he, he was a, a very worthy candidate. He wasn't my number one. My, my number one was Nico McCulloch. I, I thought the jump that he made from being sort of an also-ran, not a contributor to winning, to what he meant when he was on the court yeah. for the Nuggets. That, to me, was the most improved thing. Yeah. But Sam Dempster, what, what he did overall, top to bottom, including his leadership as a captain, just really impressive. And he's not a guy who got it rewarded in some of the other places because he doesn't have that top-level talent. So yep. I'm really happy that he was able to bring home a little hardware. I had the same, too. Uh, just flipped around the other way. I had Sammy D at number one and Nico McCulloch at number two. So... Um, look, it's a great story, and I don't think there's a player in this competition, regardless of which team they play for, that wouldn't love to play with Sammy D as their captain. He's the captain of the Giants. He's just a great leader. He's he's a cool guy. Um, you know, it, it, it teaches, you know, coaches, does everything in the community. I mean, he, he is a Nelsonian through and through. Uh, th- that is one of the stories of the season. He- he's had a huge year, and uh, yeah, what-, what he's done at 31 is quite remarkable. Yeah, all right. Well, let's move on to the All-Star 5. I was talking to Logan about this earlier, and he was outraged that there were no Kiwis in All-Star 5. <laughs> what? Hello. Uh, was I? Hello. <laughs> I'm that guy, mate. <laughs> uh, you may have seen him. He was quite active on yeah, social media about it. 73 burner yeah. accounts. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, but, but that All-Star 5, <laughs> I mean, it is. we're a league with 10 teams, uh, you got what max of thirty imports, and you know you, you're bringing imports in because they improve your team. So it kind of lends itself to being that if you got thirty guys that have been brought in to improve yeah. your team, they're going to be some of the better players in the league. Sports a meritocracy. You yeah. go out there, you earn it. Yeah. And we didn't say who, who are the best five Kiwis, who are the best five of this. It's who are the best, best five. five players. Yeah. And these were the best five players. We get given, uh, based on the MVP votes, just yeah. so everyone understands, uh, the panel gets given the ten top guards. From, those, from that voting and the 10 top forward centres. And we have to pick either two guards and three forward centres or three guards and two forward centres. So that's how it comes about from a from a voting um, aspect. And it ended up being Weston Hilliard as the guards, 
uh, Douglas, Johnson and Cooks as the, as the three forward uh, centres and they're the five I picked. The, those are the five <laughs> I picked. I, I, I see no problem with those. I think maybe the closest argument of those five was Chris Johnson. Was he here for yep. enough of the games? Mm-hmm. He played 11 and with my thinking, the reason I put CJ on there was because, well, when it came down to it, if Xavier Cooks was good enough to be the MVP in 12 games. Well, he played 11 plus Saturday nights. So yeah, he actually so, played 12. So CJ was good enough to yeah. to get to the same number. He's good there. I guess the next guys on my list, the guys who maybe just missed out, I thought Siler Schneider was excellent yep. uh, this season uh, once he rejoined the team. Uh, Keith Williams, Keith I Williams, think, was yep. the closest. Yep, I agree. Uh, like he, he was the most uh, consistent player for a team that ended up finishing third. Yep. And I think he may be a little bit hard done by because his uh, heights maybe didn't reach the same heights as some of the yeah. other players. Tom Vidanovich had a great season. He, he was very solid. I think that a third guy for me, though, would have been Hiram Harris. Yep, agree uh, with I that, think, too. Uh, th- those three would have been the next three that I would have picked. That's who I was struggling to pick between. All, uh, one of those guys were probably my next cuts. Yep. Do you think, as, you know, there's a bit of feedback for, uh, for people at Sky, for people at the league, that we could suggest that maybe next season we have an... An All Star Five, and then we have a New Zealand Five and an Import Five. <laughs> and why don't we get some blue wheels and some white wheels and we'll compare everything with stripes as well? well we we got a cool star game, right? We can Look, have an Import Five versus a versus a New Zealand Five. I wouldn't mind seeing a second five. Uh, yeah. You know, you have, yeah. have the, these second are the ten guys. Yep. You know, the, the first team, the second. I don't team. mind that. But but you know, when you're talking Kiwis, not Kiwis. Look, look, having been a guy who was a, a Kiwi MVP at times, I've been an MVP of the league, yeah. you, 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 you want to be rewarded for what you do. If I'm good enough, pick me. If I'm not, well, I'll go prove it on the court. Can, can, can now, we just, most of these guys got a chance to go out and prove it on the court. Can we just play on the uh, I'm not buying that crap stinger again? Can we just put it out there again? I mean, seriously. Uh, no is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it is insane. Have there a look you at go. this. You can try and sell it, but Justin Nelson's not buying it. Yeah. Nice not buying it. All right. Well, if there was a six-man award. I like it. Does that six man sit in the All Star Five? No. Right. Okay. Who's the six man award? Uh, best player you? off. The, best player off the bench. I, I I like the six man award because I think that there's a lot of players in this competition. I can just see Casey at the corner. He's got a counterpoint coming up here. No. I can see it. I, I I like that impact player who comes off the bench and makes a real difference. Shane Temida this year was. Excellent for the Jets in the role that he played off the bench. I thought Sean Willett was fantastic for the years, but probably moved more into a starter at the back end of the season. I, I like it. Th- those two, I think there should be. Uh, I think the, that guy who, especially when you're talking about guys who are good enough to start and they take that back seat and give, take a role yep. and come off and do it and do it well, those would be my two favorites. Yeah. I, I think... Uh, maybe on the back side of that, maybe Nick Trathan, the yep. way he played for the Giants would be yep. my third really pick good. in there. He, and he was a guy who was on the bench all year long. Uh, Temera, as well as Willett, both eventually became starters, either out of necessity or because they were better suited to it. But the, those were would be my three candidates yep. in that realm. Is there any particular reason why there isn't a six-man year of the award in the NBA? Uh, I, I, maybe if you go back to the past, maybe, there, there hadn't been. been a ton of uh, candidates. I, I don't know. It's, it's not something that we've Has been Has it been there in the about. past? Not that can't I can remember. remember. Yeah, but like we're seeing the depth now in these teams. I think there's the potential we could have that award. And especially if you're yeah. going to bring in three imports, and most teams are going to ask one of these imports to come off the bench at times, I think that's something that they can go back to their agents and have have something, yeah. a carrot for them to dangle and chase yeah. after. But I, I do think it would be a, a, certainly another another talking point, at well, the very least. R- Ricardo wants be- 
best sixth Kiwi. <laughs> yeah, of the obviously, drive. from the South Island and the North Island. Yeah, well. You threw me under the bus, <laughs> but I think you're the one that's outed yourself there. Uh, coming up on uh, Hoop Heads, we are going to go through each team and give them a grade from A plus down under F. That's next. It is 21 away from nine here on Hoop Heads. We don't have a Wolves in the league yet. Maybe that's coming. The Who did the Com games better, Duran Duran or Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> Oh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Dexy's Midnight Now, I, Tony, Tony Iommi in the opening ceremony. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's good. It's yep. good. All right. We, we're going to go through and grade all the teams on their performance this season. Let's start at the bottom and work our way Ooh, up, shall we? Oh, now there's a curveball I didn't expect. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, I think we're going to be talking okay. these teams. Um, so let's give the Jets some uh, some airtime. Uh, Justin, what grade have you given? I'm giving them some love. I'm giving them a B. Agreed. Yep. I, I, I just think that they uh, are on the right track and easily outperformed the squad that they put together. I'm going B. I could go even higher because they, they, they didn't. I'd say an A based on Ooh. where every, people didn't think they were going to win. They ended up with five. They were in the pl- finals hunt for a bit. That's an A for me. You'd they be they a great teacher. exceeded expectations enormously. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sharks. Sharks. What are we doing? That's I'm, a big fat F. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. That is a big fat F. Wow. That is a team that came completely underneath expectations and looked. Ex- they, they went through a lot of strife, but uh, in terms of what okay. you expected to get. Okay. Uh, I've gone D minus. So, okay. Uh, but not great either way. Uh, no, no, no. Absolutely did not perform. Bulls? Uh, Bulls, D. I've gone D as well. Yeah. I, look, the Bulls. Um, I, I think they just about. It feels like it, they use just about every sliver of sense within their uh, salary budget, and they haven't performed. So I think D. Yeah. And of course, remember, if teams would have made the finals, they get up. If they do get on the final, you get a better grade. So yeah, when yeah, you don't make the yeah, final, yeah, you don't get the yeah, grade. Except for the, except for the Jets. Um, Rams were the only other team to miss mm-hmm. out. I've given them a C. Agreed. Yeah. See for me as well. And they weren't far away. I mean, let's. They went to overtime to make the final six, so they were very, very close. Yeah. What about the Hawks then? Because for me, I feel like they've underachieved this season. I've gone C plus, but I do it on the back of if they bring their best this week to the final six, I can actually see them uh, going close to all the way. But I can also see him bowing out tomorrow night in miserable fashion. They've been completely inconsistent for me, so C+. Plus. Just a C for me. Yep. Same reasoning. Yeah, okay. All right, we're moving into uh, Tuatara territory, a team that was top of the league for so long early on, but Chris Johnson, the loss of him for a long period of time really hurt. I've gone B-. minus. I think that they've got um, a, a lot of uh, young players, a lot of amateurs. Um, I like what they've done. I mean, let's not forget, this is a new franchise. Mm. This is a brand new franchise. They've picked up the ashes of the Huskies. Forget about the Huskies. This is brand new. So yeah. I think they've done well. I, I've got them on a B for a similar reason. Yep. They, they didn't quite reach the heights I think they could have for a myriad of reasons, but okay. solid overall. Saints? Uh, Sa- Saints are going to be same thing. <sighs> Uh, I think uh, I think that based on their expectations of where you think they would be, I, th- I think they've done well, if not amazingly well. I've gone A-. minus. Really? And the reason I've done that is because... Uh, players weren't here at the start, um, baby saints at the start, all that sort of stuff. They have been riding a tightrope ever since, and that is incredibly hard in sport. They've done it literally for eight games now. It's going to be a big test to see if they can keep it up. I'll give them an eight minus. Nuggets. That's nice of you, but I don't get, uh, when the students don't bring their pencils to the test, it's Ooh, their own fault. Okay. And so they, they, they decided to do that. Oh, this is like a situation the they put themselves in. I like the analogy. Yeah, see, I, I, like I would have gone to see. 
Uh, just, just because they they rocked into the season going, we don't need all our starters immediately. There was a bit of arrogance about it and it backfired Ooh. on them. And I think everybody went okay. into the season thinking they are going to be the team that sits top of the tree okay. at the end. Ricardo doesn't like the same team. <laughs> um, nuggets, Nuggets, Nuggets. I've got a B for the Nuggets. I've gone B Nuggets as well. <laughs> That's a quick A over there. Quick A. Hey, come on. It's the SENZ Nuggets. Oh, it's an A. It's an A plus. <laughs> I, um, I, I like what the Nuggets have done. I really do. And, and this is the team that was the shallowest roster for me. So yeah. I like what they've done. Giants? Uh, Giants have got an A plus. I've gone A for the Giants, Airs. A plus, 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 yes, plus, Yes, I agree. Yeah. Love what the Airs have done. Got to give them an S for superb. Oh, like, yes. Over, like and, over and above. Yep. Over and above. Yep. I think they've done a fantastic job. And, uh, um, you know, how they didn't win Coach of the Year, I've no idea. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that is, uh, we've gone through and we've, we've graded all the teams uh, for the season. When we come back, it is the final six cells NBL scheduled and tips. We're going to go through it. No no sitting on the fence. None. None. That is the rule going in to the tips. No sitting on the fence. Also, no. it's uncomfortable. It it is. Is. Yes, it you get is. splinters. Yes. Definitely get splinters. Sometimes uh, you can get a bit more than that if it's a picket hey. fence. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, there's a picture I don't want to develop. We'll be back with that next. <laughs> Yeah, this is Hoopheads. We're 11 away from 9 o'clock. And, of course, the final six of the cells NBL tips off tomorrow night. We have live coverage right here on SENZ. We have, in fact, the commentary crew in the building uh, with us and Justin Casey and Logan. Uh, before we get to everyone's tips, this is what the TAB are doing. How's it, how good is this? Cool. If you place a pre-match $10 bet on a cells NBL finals match... You receive a ten dollar bonus bet to use on the grand final. Is is it New Zealand dollars or Australian? <laughs> New Zealand dollars, mate. New Zealand just dollars. Just the real ones, bro. Oh, just, just the, the real ones. ones. Not your monopoly money, brother. Um, and uh, on there, let's have a Kangaroos look. Kangaroos on a dollar. <laughs> Come on, that's not real. Come on, bro. Um, the Ooh. Nuggets are favourites in the first game against the Hawks. So the Nuggets are a dollar seventy. Hawks are two bucks. The handicaps a point and a half. Has Hutchie put a bit on? Uh, I think he might have. Wow. I think he might have. Uh, the overs. A uh, dollar eighty-five at, at uh, over points one seventy-five and a Ooh, half. You love the unders and overs I one one seventy-five. Yeah, I'm looking under there. Yeah, go really? under there. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking okay. under there. Okay. Uh, and the second game is between the Saints and the Tuatara, and I tell you, this is where the value is. Yeah. The Saints are paying a dollar twenty-five. The no. Tuatara three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Now, if you looked at this, I would have gone Saints. Probably favourites based off the last game, but maybe like a dollar eighty, dollar seventy, two Atara, maybe around two thirty. So three fifty, all the values with the two Atara for me. Get our Christmas shopping done. Yeah, I reckon um, <laughs> the over and under point uh, there is a one eighty one and a half. Uh, and how's this? This is uh, the handicap margin, eight and a half points. Ooh. this is your domain case. Where are you uh, going? Uh, I like I like the Hawks. Yeah, uh, I like the Hawks uh, straight up to win. I don't, don't need the points on that one. I think they're mm. uh, I think they're just a bit more solid. Less injury questions hanging over them. Withers could change that if he comes back in full strength. We've just had a change in the market. Nuggets down to one sixty five, <laughs> uh, and the Hawks have gone out to two ten. Hachee, oh. there we go. <laughs> there we go. I, I like He's the Hawks even in. more. I like the Hawks even more. Than <laughs> like, that one. like the Hawks even oh, more. Hawks in the Actually, under. sorry, no, uh, Logan was just on his phone. Oh, sorry. I see. There the, Saints, is. the Saints to Atara. I just can't see. You know, anything can happen, but if all things being equal, oh. I think the Saints do it again. Okay. Uh, a similar score line to last week, so, 10 more. So you're going to go Hawks and you're going Saints. Okay. Yeah, so, that so, is correct. Okay, so uh, all right. Yep, all right. Okay, I'm so, going to come back to Thursday the, and Friday. 181? 
What was the uh, over yeah. under on the? Yeah, one eighty one and a half. Yeah, I just heard. I like the over under. I just heard put ten down and get another ten. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's what he wants. That's what. What about what about you, Logan? What, what have you, what have you got tomorrow night? Yeah, I, I think that's a hard one because I, I remember watching the Nuggets and the Hawks play each other back in July, and that was such a tight game. There Contractually was, obliged. There was only <laughs> there was only two points in that one, and I mean, you talk about the guys like Trey Boyd and Keith Williams having a big mm. game. They're going to be needed if the Nuggets are going to get cool. one up over the Hawks. Of course, uh, that one was in Napier. Yeah, so yeah. This one neutral site. Yeah, so. yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go Nuggets. I'm going to go Nuggies. Uh, I'm going to say it's only going to be probably within five points. I would say. Yeah. Uh, Saints and Tuatara. Uh, I'm gonna go to Otara. Ooh, yeah, I think wow. maybe second, you know, second game turnaround. Um, you know, uh, maybe a little bit of home court advantage there, a little bit. I'm, ho- I'm hoping the Auckland fans might be able to sort of, you know, get them up a little bit. Mm. Maybe Tama to Otara if you're, you know, in there in the crowd, get the fans really fired up there, and that might swing sling, yeah. swing things. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking your eyes. I don't know if you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Justin? I know you said off air before you think there's there is a case to make that the Saints could implode at some point. Uh, well, I think it's just. <laughs> On that, Th- thanks, thanks, thanks for throwing me under the bus. I appreciate that. His phone ringing right now. Thank Jordan you. Mills. What? Beautiful. Um, I think the I think the Hawks win tomorrow. Yep. I think the Saints win tomorrow. Okay. Um, the Nuggets are going to need a lot out of Keith Williams, Trey Boyd, and uh, and also um, uh, Sam uh, Timmons. Uh, 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 Sam Timmons. Todd Nico McCulloch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Saints for me are just riding this tightrope, and uh, I, I just don't know whether they can take it all the way to the end. And I just hope they focus on the game and don't get involved in uh, officials' calls, anything like that. Because if they do that, that will be the thing that could hurt them. Yeah, well, I mean, because the other thing is too, and we've talked about this for the last eight games in a row, eight rounds in a row. The Saints have been. They yep. wouldn't need to win. They're, they're here now. Yep. There could be a little bit of an exhalation. There could be a bit of a relaxation. And Seen maybe, it before. Yeah. Seen it before. Uh, mind you, if they go all the way, I mean, what a story. So, based on that, um, uh, if it is Hawks tomorrow, it's going to be Airs and Hawks on Thursday, Case. Uh, I like the Airs there. Airs for me. Yeah. yeah. Airs yeah. for me. Um, if it is the Nuggets uh, it, and the Saints win, it could be Airs and Saints. Uh, if it's Airs and Saints, that. It's going to take a little bit going in and out. I, I think... Only team the Saints lost to in that eight-game streak? It, it, the, it, uh, the, the Airs. I yeah. think if the Airs meet the Saints in the semifinal, yeah. I think the Saints win. Wow. I think if they meet in the final, I think the Airs oh. win. What's your thinking? Why is well, I, I think if the, the Saints in the third day, uh, third game in, in four, four days, uh, I think they're going to be a little fatigued. They don't go oh. deep. They've got that. The Airs are going to have that extra day of rest if that's the way it goes. The, the Saints will have to play on Friday while the Airs will be resting. and they'll If they get to the final, obviously. Uh, they beat who else? I th- but I th- that, that's the way I think it goes. If the Hawks get up and the Saints get up, it means the Giants play the Saints Friday night. That's the one I think is dicey for the Saints. Mm, I really? think. That, well, the Giants weren't far away last Tuesday look, night, and to be fair, the Giants didn't play that well. Look, I have no doubt that Mike Fitchett kept all his aces yeah. up his sleeve. Yeah. He, he understood that. Yes, it's good if we get this win. But those aren't the ones we need to have. Yeah. We need to get this one in a week. Yeah. Well, what, what if, uh, Logan, um, if, uh, who are you picking for the grand final? Who's going to be in the grand final? I just want the fairy tale story. I want the ears to go yeah. all the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm up for the fairy tale as well. Yep. Yeah, it'll be good. But then I'll have to listen to all these Taranaki guys talking about it. <laughs> Man. Oh, oh, but you know what? What better way for my guy, a guy I have all the respect in the world for, yep. Aaron Bailey? Bailey no, be great, wouldn't it? Got, got his last title with the Saints. I think it was in two thousand two. 
Yeah. Uh, I believe it was 2002. Yeah. Uh, and get another one 20 years later. Yeah. Huge. Bookend those bad huge. boys. Come on now. Come and, on and, now. And can I just table it right now? Mm. And and I know he'll be watching down on us if the airs can go all the way. I mean, just in the memory of of Coach McKean. There we go. Tip of the cap. Yep. Tip of the cap. Uh, Well, that just leaves us one thing to do. Casey's call. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, This could change tomorrow, but right now, I think the Ayers win it. Yes! The Ayers win it. There you go. There is Casey's call. This has been Hoopheads. Don't forget tomorrow night from 6, live coverage of the Nuggets Hawks, followed by live coverage of the Saints Tuatara right here on SCNZ. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Blow up the candles. It's starting to fire. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.